Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I mean, no, it's good for them. Uh, you know, they're back together. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy for both of them because they know how each other rush. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It's the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, Baltimore is trying to do something. Uh, they're trying to compete for a Super Bowl, and they thought they was having him. It's going to be beneficial for him, and hopefully it is, you know, whatever. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad that, you know, they're both happy and continue to have success. That is Josh Allen talking about Yannick Ngakwe and Calais Campbell rejoined. They've got a good defense. They've got a really good defense by name, the Ravens. Yes. I mean, they got a lot of guys, Judon and Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it goes on and on. Yeah. Uh, they have Peters in the back end. Yeah. Marcus Peters. Yeah. They had uh, Thomas, Earl Thomas, but True. then, you know. True. Gosh, did yeah. he get picked up? No. No. He's still. Houston, I think, was going to pick him up. That's and right. Then they got That's scared right. by it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he must be, like, out of his Who knows, man. mind. Yeah. Just a or just a bad guy or mm. got out of his mind somewhere along the way. Like, I don't think that was his reputation in Seattle, was well, it, before was, he flipped the sideline off? Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm reminded of that. But well, I think I mean, before he had a whole that, career before that. I mean, though. yeah, but exactly. And before that, you know, obviously he played with an attitude and the Legion of Boom and all that. But, like, I mean, that's kind of expected as a safety. So yeah. I don't think he did anything, like, out of character, per se. Yeah, I don't know if he... he I don't know if he went under the radar because he had such big personalities like Richard Sherman and yeah. other guys. Uh, Marshawn Lynch was always a talker, you know, no, yeah. not a talker, but yeah, yeah, always yeah, a topic. Yeah. Um, it was really weird what happened to Earl Thomas, but you're right. If you add him into that defense, wow. I mean, they have some names on that yeah. team now and they're going for it. Of mm-hmm. course. I, I, my question is the reason I ask it, like, how good are they? Like, I, I you know me, I don't really think defense matters right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so I, I don't know it. I don't know if any defense put together is going to stop people consistently mm-hmm. and kansas city went all over baltimore like you, yeah. what the, what listen baltimore's they win all the time other than when they play kansas city right now yeah. uh it seems like and i guess my point would be if you add yon does that make them different against kansas city a team that ran up and down the field against them last time they met sure um to tell you the truth probably not so much i mean listen i think patrick mahomes um, it doesn't matter what you throw at him. That guy is going to win a lot of ball games. He's going to be successful. But I also think that when you get to the playoffs, though, and depending on weather, depending on where you're playing, well, then that's where your defense can shine a little bit, right? And I think, listen, I mean, this Ravens team right now, I mean, they're you know they're scoring about 30 points a game. Who isn't? Um, but like. I don't know. Like, it's weird because, and I think we're on the same wavelength here, Brent. Like, the Ravens are doing fine, right? Like, no one's worried about the Baltimore Ravens right now. Um, you know, they, they've lost, what, one game to the Chiefs and that's it. So they're fine. They're, they're in a hard division, but by all things considered, they're looking fine right now. But like, Lamar Jackson, I don't want to say this offense has regressed a little bit, but it's not like the highlight offense that we saw last year. Right, like Hollywood Brown, um, you know, maybe take a little step forward, but he's not, I think, the receiver they thought him to be right now. Mark Andrews isn't as good as he was last year for whatever reason. Mark Ingram obviously banged up right now, so the running game's kind of, and J.K. Dobbins, who they were so high on, mm-hmm. hasn't really done that much yeah. either. So, like, it's an interesting situation where they're winning, and, and, and then they look like a great team, but, like, I don't know if it was just the hype of last year and it was something that we, didn't, we hadn't seen before and if we're just accustomed to it or if this offense really has regressed this year. So maybe that defense does make up for it a little bit. 
But I just think that this Ravens team, and like I said, they keep on winning, keep on winning. They're not the same Ravens team as last year. Yeah, and we wondered if they would be. We wondered yeah. if the league would catch up to what they're doing a little bit. We want, They have so many guys. I mean, how many guys went to the Pro Bowl off that team? Off the offense. Uh, yeah. You, you had to wonder, did they have career years almost? Mm-hmm. What some of those guys were doing. Or at least, like, can you do that again? Mm-hmm. But I was, it's the same thing, by the way. And I think this happens in, in sports all the time. And you always ask this question. And that's why you appreciate the guys that do do it every year. Yeah. Right? But if you ask teams to do it every year, it's really difficult. Take the Jags in 17. They got so, they were so good mm-hmm. on defense. They were so good at turnovers and so good at scoring on defense. It, it would have been impossible to duplicate that. Yeah. And that's why if you go back and you look at the Jags and if when Coughlin and Caldwell and Marone, when they were looking at that, they had to be honest with themselves and say, listen, we can't expect this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if those were the conversations, but in hindsight, I hope. They had those conversations like there's no way we can expect this team to do that. You couldn't duplicate that year to year. Now, if you want to cut it in half or say 60 percent, maybe you could. And I wonder if the Ravens kind of had to do the same because their year was so good. You know, the NFL will catch up a little bit on the offensive end to what you're doing. They'll try to focus all offseason on how to stop what you're doing, especially in the division. And with the teams that you might see down the road, like Kansas City. Mm-hmm that it was probably impossible for Lamar Jackson and company to duplicate how good they were on offense last year. True. I know without a doubt. It's just, it's the fact right now. So I was breaking down some numbers a little bit about Lamar Jackson. And I think according to my calculations, he would have rushed for 756 yards um, at this time last year, right? That those are pretty legit numbers. Cause keep in mind, he ran for over 1200 yards total. So I think it's right around uh, what I just said. Okay. So then if you go to this year, so keep in mind, I just said how many yards this, uh, whatever, 600, whatever it was. This year, he's only ran for 346. Yeah, so 700 and something versus 336. Yeah, exactly. Now, we wonder, are teams taking that away, or is he taking that away from himself? Mm-hmm. Because there's been this emphasis of, I can beat you from the pocket, I can beat you from well, the pocket, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Right? They try to discourage a little bit of that. So, well, And that's the thing, and I think I agree with you. I think whether it's him and his ego saying, I'm a pocket quarterback too, uh, let me prove people wrong, or more likely, it's Harbaugh and company saying, man, we can't get you hurt, right? Like, you're you're too vital to this team. We'll win games by you staying in the pocket. Whatever that reason may be, you know, he's not having that rushing yard like he had last year. Now, when the playoffs start or when it's crunch time against a, a great opponent, then you might see him turn on a little point. bit. And that could be the X factor because, let's be honest, they're still winning games right now. But I think for them to be truly reach their full potential – they have to realize who they are, and they have to let they have to turn him loose and let him run the ball. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, back to the bachelor party thing, Coos. Let's bring <laughs> you back in. All right. Uh, so uh, here's what I'm confused at. All right, never been a big bachelor party guy. Like I haven't gone to a lot of bachelor parties to a little bit here or there, but yeah. just that. But when did bachelor bachelor parties? When I was growing up, yeah. when, you know, in college, college buddies getting married. It was basically a night, a one night thing. Mm. You know, maybe it was like a long one night thing. And so then you stay in a hotel or something like that. Yeah. But now bachelor parties and, and I'm not saying nobody went to Vegas or nobody did these things. Sure. But when I hear about bachelor parties or Cruz goes to like five million weddings. which <laughs> So. So he's been around. Now. It's like Vegas. It's like it Bahamas. Yeah. It's the keys. Sure. It's I don't know. It's wherever. Like when did right. this become a, like a 
like destination a, a vacation. Thing. Well, I mean, you're in Nashville. You saw all the bachelorette parties in Nashville. True. Dude, that's like a hummingbird feeder in terms of bachelorette parties. That's a good point. They all flock over there. Yeah, that's a good point. So there, it's mm-hmm. not just the guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the gals, everybody too. Here. It's 2020. So it's Everyone like gets included. Vegas has got to be the hotbed for the the bachelor parties. Oh, yeah. Nashville is a hotbed yep. for bachelorette parties. Yep. New Orleans is a big one that all of our friends go to. New usually. Orleans, too, too yeah. as well. That makes some sense. So you're asking, when did it become where it's... But have I just missed it? Because I miss a lot, let's be honest. But has it always been this thing where people go for days? Mm. Like, how do you get how do you get permission depending on your marital oh, status? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I mean, when I told my wife I was going to Vegas, was she probably the most amped up about it? Yeah, probably not, especially the crew, uh, the, the crew that I was rolling with. But it, it's 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 tradition, you know. And and, and to be fair, like. And I'll be 100% transparent here. No, we didn't go to any of those gentlemen's clubs. Like, we didn't partake in any of that. I saw 50 sure. Cent in concert. That's what they all say. I saw 50, hey, I'm the, trust me, of all people, I'll admit it. I, I, I'll honestly admit it. But I didn't go to one of those. But I, I did see 50 Cent in concert. Went to a couple other uh, cool concerts, things like that. But it's just, see, to me, it's not even so much of, like, you're celebrating because you're about to get taken away and your life's over, which it's not. It could be. <laughs> it could be. For a lot of people, it is. It's not for me. It's, eh. Yeah. Right. Anyways, you're um, getting a text. Yeah, I'm getting a text for sure. I'm just joking around though. Um, <laughs> but it's not. That's not the case. Like, that's why not, I got married so young. I didn't know what life was without. <laughs> you know what life was. <laughs> it's all you've ever known, Brent. No, so it's like when people say like, uh, "How do you have twins? How do you do with two kids?" I was like, yeah. "I don't know. Never had one." <laughs> no, it's a. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the fact that, you know, you're, it's like, oh, well, at least for my case, it wasn't the fact that, oh, I'm getting married, like, you know, shutting fun down. That wasn't the case for me. To me, and this is to be fair, it's an excuse to hang out with your friends. It's a, it's an excuse to hang out with those guys that maybe you haven't seen since college or some guys that you just don't see over Thanksgiving, Christmas anymore. Because, like, the older you get and as you start a family, though, you know, the more those moments go to the wayside. And all of a sudden, you know, talking to friends every week turns into every month. Then it turns into every single year. Then it turns into I'll see you on Facebook every once in a while. So to me, it was a great excuse to get all the crew together um, and kind of just have a little shindig. I get it. Uh, Kuz, how many bachelor parties have you been on? Uh, which, but while he's thinking, once again, this goes into yeah. okay, my secret of life. Yeah, that is to not have too many friends. Sure. Probably, yeah, like, bachelor parties are fun. Probably seven or eight. Ooh, I think you got I think, I think you, bachelor. Party. I think you got me beat. And and you here's definitely the thing, have me beat. Here's the thing: a bachelor party for me, like I automatically know it's probably going to be close to like at like the cheapest seven hundred, eight hundred dollar weekend. Absolutely, yeah, easily. Like, I haven't even been invited to a bachelor party <laughs> in, I mean, it's had to have been 15 years. Yeah. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. But like, again, that shows I mean, you how that, many friends I have. Yeah, yeah. Number one. And, uh, well, I, yeah. like, the second, the other thing about this, like, now days long, I wonder it's because, like, how old are you? 20, 29. 29. So, it's, it, you're, you're getting, when you get married, maybe a little <laughs> bit older, you can, you have the money to go. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like you can remember them. Yeah. Oh yeah. But here's the here's the. They're memorable. Yeah, they were very memorable. You got to remember, like I don't know, we're still, we're still young. Like I, I, there was a story that I was joking about with uh, the other day. Is is people my age feel like the pandemic has taken a year from them, so they're refusing to acknowledge this year as a year for them. So they're saying they're a year younger now, so they can <laughs> oh, get another year in their twenties. Yeah, they can try the to, audacity of these people. Try to try but, to do that. Because I mean, you know, for real though, like. 
You want to have a bachelor party, right? Like you want to celebrate. I do. No, I the, do. With I the just, homies. We just what, might not have enough time. Doesn't that bum you out? Yes. <laughs> so, do you think that your significant other would be cool with you having one after the wedding? I don't know, uh, and I guess it's it probably de- establish those ground rules. <laughs> Listen, I'm only gonna say I do if you let me go have a. How many more friends yeah. do you have that we, need to get married? We have we have two more that are getting married before me. On it, okay, well, that day. doesn't count then. If Then you'll be married. Yeah, I mean, you both, won't be married by then. But so you both go of there. them, I still have to go. Like, there's still bachelor parties that has to happen for well, them. I, I understand. Yeah. So you got two more, but you're not going to be married yet, so you don't have to ask for permission is my point. No, but that's but running out of time is I still have to do those. We still have their weddings. We still have my wedding. Then we have, like, it's <sighs> yeah, not it's enough time. It's exhausting. Where would though. you go? Uh, where do you want to, to go Dream on your bachelor, bachelor party? Dream bachelor party destination. Uh, probably Vegas. I mean, I, I yeah. would say New Orleans, but I'm not allowed to go back to New Orleans anymore. From... From the that's authorities? From your wife to be, or is that from the authorities? Who's saying this? Is that from the mayor? The past, the past bachelor parties there got me in trouble. Yeah, bad from New Orleans. Our <laughs> <laughs> oh, food's so good. New Orleans is great. That sucks New for Orleans you. Is great. Yeah, well, oh, believe me, I know the joint over there. Oh, whatever. You take too many pictures again? I no, I didn't do anything. Wrong. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything wrong. I tell you what would be really good though if you want to go to Vegas, you go to Vegas and you're getting married in April. So if if things are on schedule, let's just mm-hmm. say perfect world, right? Which we're not in right now. But uh you go in March for yeah. March Madness. Oh, good call. That's, that's what, been the that's to me, that's what people have told me. That's the yes, time I've never that's, been to Vegas. Yeah. So that's the time to go to Vegas. We were gonna go we, we go do our shows from Vegas can we, hey, March Madness week. Uh, let me let me tell you something. Um, sorry, sorry, could we get, get a text, text message, message Brad? Yeah, it's more about us now. <laughs> hey Brad, let me send text <laughs> message ask for permission, but yeah, I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> we that's where we were gonna go for my friend's bachelor party. Remember, I had time off set in March. Uh, yeah, that's we right. were gonna go out for there. the tournament. For the tournament, yeah, that yeah. was the whole goal, and then that I had to get rescheduled because everything got canceled. Ah. Still, never got my money back from. The, was, if I can uh, make a flights. suggestion, man, the best bachelor party that I was ever on, besides mine in Vegas, was we rented an RV and we just kind of drove around and stuff. And we, we had a keg like in the shower. We, you know, Brent, you put some earmuffs on because you're too old for this. But we, we, we had a keg in the shower. Put <laughs> a keg in the shower. Come on, <laughs> I got one in the shower now. Is that a Kenny Chesney song? Keg in the shower. <laughs> or, no, keg in the closet. Keg in the closet is. <laughs> I'm here, Brent. I'm here. I have to fist bump. But, ass. So we'll see you later. To that, we had another bachelor party scheduled to go to Talladega for the race. We were going to get two RVs. We were going to go out there. That's yeah. a good call. Now that's uh, good. That, but but that also got yeah. Well, I mean, this is a weird year, but I like your thought isn't process here. Isn't like 38 special playing this weekend at like one of the <laughs> arenas here? Or I something? think they are. Go. Just do that. And call <laughs> go it. see 38 special. Yeah, go see 38 yeah, special. Yeah, good yeah, good yeah, idea. Yeah. Drummer for 38 special played in our Dream 18 one time years really? ago. Yep. Bang, good thing I didn't badmouth him. Um, the uh, so Vegas, who who? How many people went when uh, you went to we, the bachelor? Uh, I mean, ten originated, and then <laughs> one had to leave early. Let's just say. <laughs> let's just say that, that happens a lot. Yeah, let's just say that. Uh, so nine, I think, was the magic number at the end. It's you know it's interesting. We were at Stream Song and uh, this week, and what you see is you see a bunch of it's a guys trip. Yeah. So now there's all different things happening at Stream Song. Like you can, it's a spa place as well. We yeah. mentioned like fishing and, but so last year, like I saw a convention. It was like shoe carnival, actually, like Wayne Weaver's sure, company, sure. right? Yeah. Because we were talking about Wayne Weaver. That's how I remember it. Yeah. Uh, but shoe carnival had like a convention there mm-hmm. while we were there. Well, this year, all it was just guy trips galore. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if Dude I saw trips. a female. 
<laughs> at Streamsong. It was just guy strip, guy strip, guy strip, right? And it's just like three days in, boom, out. Now, I don't know if they were bachelor parties or yeah. not, or just guy strip. But see, and, and that's the, oh, go ahead, I'm going to let you finish first. Well, but, like guy strip, a lot of people go on guy strips, like, yeah. right? Or gal strips yeah. or cruises or whatever. Sure. See, that's something never done either at all. Yeah. One, again, friends come into play there. You don't have a lot of them. Uh, I don't. But <laughs> the other one is, for me, I always feel like, I don't even ask. We're on the road so much yeah. during the course of the year. Yeah. And I'm like useless as like dad and husband and everything for like six months out of the year. I have a really hard time being like, hey, yeah, we're going to go. Yeah, now it's kind of hard. Maybe make a little PowerPoint of why you should. Yeah, it's I hard. I didn't even ask. That's rough. Right? Well, but you brought it up, though. Like, guys trips or bachelor parties. Like, listen, and I don't want to offend anybody right now, but sometimes they do a good job of doing that. Yeah. But, like, listen. Bachelor parties, you don't know, Brent. Is, is, is it a guy's trip? Is it a bachelor party? Are you celebrating someone's birthday? Like, you never know. Bachelorette parties, you know, you, you know what's up. You There's, know. like, rules. People got, like, things on their chest where it's like, we got to do this. We got to do that. Everyone's wearing matching things. Like, yeah. what is what is up with women, like, announcing to the world, hey, I'm getting married. Check me out. <laughs> buy me a shot. Like, congratulations. Well, you're getting married. Like, you Everybody just answered your own question, the buy me a shot I guess part. buy me a shot, I guess. Yeah, nah, because I think it's more like, hey, yeah, I'm getting married. Meanwhile, the guy's like, oh, crap, I'm getting married. I know, right? <laughs> I guess. But you've seen it firsthand. You're in Nashville, Brent. They're you're all- in you're the in the place. mecca of bachelorette parties. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, they, and they make themselves known. What I, what I don't understand is why the bachelor parties and the bachelorette parties, not having to be from the same couple, yeah. don't always hit the same hot spot. Because you probably have a bunch of single people that that's can really point. find other single people. <laughs> that's a good point. That's what the wedding's for. <laughs> that is, that's what the wedding's for. Yeah. yeah. Good point. All under one bubble. Yep. Did we, like, solve some problems today or what? Nothing got accomplished. Kuz so doesn't have a bachelor but, party. Well, here's the thing. The moral of the story is when well, I heard Kuz say, one? like, he could, he's not going to have time for You can still, like, go to St. Augustine for a night, man, and go have a day or something with uh, a bunch of... Brent, Brent, you can if, you, if you're not... Whether it's either have one or don't do, Brent, or do that. I got well, people down there that, that know that's me. Like, that, that could be don't go to St. Augustine, then. Go to Amelia Island. I, See, I don't know where to go, but just go somewhere. Brent, like, the, the whole stipulation of the bachelor party is, like, you, you go above and beyond. Like you go to the fancy restaurant, like you you drink way too much and then you feel horrible the next morning. Like it, it's all of this stuff, and it's like a you go out with a bang, you know. No offense to saying, obviously, but Kuz grew up, like he lived there. You so think, I, I get it. I, I was just kind of pointing out. I got you. You, you can, can go to Miami if you want for a night. Let's go to Brent's house. Well, that's a, <laughs> outside place. That's what I'm saying. I, I, you could convince me to go to like the uh the what is the Hard Rock over in Tampa, like do a night there. Right, like there I could go. do something like that. Yeah. So there you go. Still not. I'm still bad for you, man. I mean, I just look at you. Listen, you you have these standards. Who he is? These standards. Like you have to go to Vegas, or you can't have a bachelor party. I'm just saying, like on St. Patty's Day, like two years ago, like I shared a beer with this dude. We had a conversation outside of work. Like we actually hung out a little bit. I got to know him. I I never do that. I I, I know, right? I know how Kuz operates, and I think like he 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 wants some kind of like big thing with all of his friends and everything. He wants to make memories. By the way, you don't want so many damn weddings. How many friends are you gonna have at your bachelor party? <laughs> oh, so so the, it would probably be the same ones that were going to the supposed to go to the one in March, and I think we had seventeen. Holy cow! Okay, well, but, hey, gosh, that's hey, hey, then I can't help you with that, man. I, I mean, can't help you. See again, one last that's, thing. Well, I leave you with this on a Friday. Yeah, it's the secret of life is to have fewer friends, people. I have way more in my four hundred one k because yeah. I spent less on bachelor parties and weddings. Can you imagine seventeen <laughs> guys at a bachelor party at the same time? <laughs> There's no way you guys all make it. There's no way. It's like uh, Oregon Trail. Someone's falling off or something. I would give it probably 50% aren't going to be there on the last day. Like, yeah. I seriously, I, I give you a lot of credit. And I mean, you're a good guy. 
much better guy than me. Is this Miracles you're talking about? Uh, both of you, probably. Oh, thanks, but I could not find 17 people that I want to go out with uh, for a weekend. Hey, Brian, I really you know couldn't. What, hey. like, I could not. I couldn't go through my phone and find 17 people that I want to hang out with for three hey. days in Vegas. Hey, you know what, man? If we're talking about Vegas and partying, I think Coos and I could uh, oblige you. So you got two guys <laughs> well, right okay, here. You guys, maybe yeah, that's yeah. two. That's two. I, no, I don't want you guys coming. <laughs> no, hey, no, no, no. Cut the music off real quick. What are you bringing to the table right now in friendship? Though? I'm just telling you, I don't want to spend the weekend with oh. you. I spend three hours a day. You, you got a couple one-two lady killers here, ready to just you know have a fun night on the town, and you're not gonna give us a chance. Fine, man. Go ahead and sit LeBron James out. Go ahead and sit TJ McConnell out. Go ahead. Yeah, fine. Go ahead and get the reserves in. That's fine, man. We'll be over here doing our own thing. Sorry, Coos. I mean, call you TJ McConnell. You can be. Right. No, that's an honor. Do, do that's that's an honor. honor. Oh, yeah. We're in a Sixers Blue uniform collar. or a Pacers one. We'll be back on ESPN 690. World Series game three tonight. Who you got? Next on ESPN 690. Austin Lane. And I'm going to regurgitate it to you. I'm like a mother bird right now, and I'm spewing it in your mouth. Brent Martineau. You got doves flying and mother birds I'm, all week. I'm, I mean. I'm trying to baby bird you right now, man. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this is why I tease stuff and don't get to it. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Probably, we're looking at a substitution plan uh, right now, which obviously can change during uh, the course of a game. If someone's really playing well or playing hot, we think we can get you know good production out of it. And again, it's not a knock on, on Ben. You know, I thought he did some good things last week. There's times they did really well, and there's times that he got beat, which is going to happen, you know, with young players. But you know, I feel like he's going to come along well and, and have a guy like Tyler Shatley that's, that's really been, you know, a staple, has really stepped in for Brandon Linder at, at center and played really well. Um, you know, and he's played guard at times. So we're just going to look at the matchups in there and, and see who we feel good against. But re- right now our plan is if AJ can't go, then, you know, to get in some type of substitution. That's if AJ can can't go. It's certainly looking like he won't be able to um, with those kind of plans in place. A little surprised at that. That's uh, Doug Marone, by the way, talking about Ben Barch and saying yeah. Tyler Shatley may move over. Obviously a bunch of experience, mm-hmm. but Barch is the guy that went in. They could have used Shatley last week, right? Linder was back, so they could have used Shatley there. So they tried Barch, and they obviously felt like it didn't go very well. Mm-hmm. And I think he even got a little banged up in, in that game. But you a little surprised that they're saying, okay, you're not ready. Ben Barch? Yeah. Um, am I surprised that he's not ready? I mean, I'm not surprised because you, he's playing guard. Right, like the guy was a tackle in college. Yeah, the the, the guy. Well, I know, and that's bowl. where I'm going here. It's like, okay. are we already going to start to see another guy that's been moved to a spot that well, he wasn't really playing, and now it's not going to work out? Listen, I'm not an offensive line expert, but I'm a defensive line expert, and I I feel like it's kind of in the same realm, the same um you know possibilities here, where if you play one position in college and then you're asked to play a different position. There's going to be some growing pains. And I think you saw Ben Barch against, um, I can't remember who they played because it's long past my memory now. Who was it? The Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. Thank you but very that much. That was one heck of a hum- humble brag by you. What's that? I'm expert? Not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not an offensive line expert, expert, but I am a defensive line expert. expert. Yeah, huh? What do, you, hey, what do you want me to say, man? Hey, yeah. That's good. Hey, I mean, that you you brought me on? That's, yeah, that's the reason yeah, you're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I do so what's amateur. wrong with Taven Bryan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I broke down the footwork and <laughs> one foot being off the ground and the balance and all that stuff. But no, at the end of the day, you said it right in the head, right? You hit, you hit the nail right on the head. Is this another guy who's playing out of position 
um, that shouldn't be a, a guard. And listen, I think essentially once you get experience in the NFL, I mean, you want a guy that can play all positions. I think you can. Obviously, center is a little different, but I think there are some similarities between guard and tackle. And eventually, we get the experience. You can do that. But I'm just saying, when you bring a guy in who's only, who only knows tackle, who only knows a tackle position, and ask him, hey. You gotta play guard now. That's different footwork. That's different timing. That's different just fundamentals. So yeah, I'm not surprised at all that he's having trouble with that position. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I mean, it's uh, they gotta find a W right away. So I, I actually like Shatley playing that position. We'll see how Barch comes along. I mean, he's a guy that not just the Jags were excited about. A lot of people were excited when the Jags took him yeah. at four overall. But I will start to say this, and I I can't remember. I gotta go look it up. I don't know if Bar- I think Barch came slightly after Solomon Kinley who's from Jacksonville, went to Georgia. Well, he's played like every snap for Miami, and he's played good football. Like, I've seen tape break breakdowns of him, and it sure. sounds like he's playing really good football for him. Well, the Jags will go get a project in the same kind of round, yeah. and now they moved him to the guard position. Now, I understand that he might be a tackle someday, yeah. but if you're going to move him to the guard position, why didn't you go get Solomon well, Kinley? You could have moved up in the draft because you had all these picks. And can I ask you this? So, okay, so... Can gets hurt, so now Shatley's taking over for him, right? Just make sure I got that right. Well, or, yeah, if he can't go, if it can't, sounds like Shatley's Shatley. going to come in. So, now, he said he might rotate. They might get Barch in oh, for some yeah, plays. Let's go, let's go with that old rotation because that worked so good last year. But here's my point, though. Why would you move Will Richardson from guard to left tackle as depth for Cam Robinson? And then why would you move Ben Barch, who played left tackle all in college, and at the Senior Bowl did a pretty good job and move him to guard? Did Richardson not play guard? Like, was Richardson so bad last year at guard that they had to move him to tackle? Because if I recall right, they were moving, like, they were rotating they him were. in camp. So it wasn't like Can just overblown, uh, you know, uh, Will Richardson. Well, I think Can did play significantly better. I also think they, if you look at it the way you just described it, um, the trade for Richardson in terms of his trademark and what he does is ta- was a tackle coming out. Sure. So. I believe they're basically saying, hey, we're better off with Richardson being our swing guy than we are with this guy from St. John's University, Division Three guy, that's very unproven. We feel mm. better about this. And so they said, we're going to stay with that. We're going to be consistent with that instead of sliding them all over. And yeah. that's why they've moved Barch now, because they don't think he's going to get any action there. But I'll tell you what I feel better about, though, Brent. And obviously these are two deaf plays right now. We're talking about Will Richardson and Ben Barch. I would feel better about Will Richardson, who played guard last year, who rotated with A.J. Can, being a depth guy, being the backup. I would feel better about keeping him there as opposed to moving him back to tackle again. And then I would feel better about Ben Barch, a guy who's never really played guard in his career. I would feel better about having him be the depth at the left tackle position. Yeah, and maybe you'd be right. I don't know. Uh, We'll see. Offensive line (laughs) expert, Austin Lane. And by the way, all those things that you're talking about, and the guy you didn't mention is the guy who's going to probably play, and that's Tyler Shatley. For sure. <laughs> hey, hey, reliable man. The guy's found a way. I, I him Shatley props. has been a very valuable piece. Yeah. I, I mean, now, I mean, they've hung on to him forever, mm-hmm. but he's been a very valuable piece. Uh, you know, it's kind of reminiscent. It's like, why, why did they get rid of Mercedes Lewis? You know, if you're going to keep guys like Shatley around who are valuable pieces, mm-hmm. right? Mercedes Lewis is a valuable piece in the locker room all these last couple of years. He's still playing at a decent level. He's not playing at a high level. He's obviously in the twilight of his career. But the things they're saying about him in Green Bay. Oh, they love him in Green love Bay. Love him in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers loves him from a leadership and, standpoint. And good for him. But it goes back to these some of these moves as you go back in hindsight are like, wait a minute. He's an expensive guy. Well, to be honest with you, Coughlin kind of ran Mercedes out of town. <laughs> As well. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I don't know about as well, but there was a riff there mm-hmm. 
They've got Marseille. It basically was a reactionary thing. Say, all right, you're gone. Yeah. And um, now Mercedes Lewis ends up in a better place. But you tell me the Jags wouldn't be better off with that kind of leadership in the locker room, a guy that can run block, and you're not going to rely much in the passing game. No, but, but given their situation the last two years at tight end, it certainly wouldn't have hurt Well, Dorn or Sell either. Probably one of the best still run blocking tight ends in the entire NFL. That good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I'm saying like that means something. Well, it, you know, like, it means something in Green Bay. Like, but that's my point. I guess like, and I'm, listen, I'm not sure what happened with Tom Coughlin, Mercedes Lewis. I'm not sure why they let Mercedes Lewis go in the first place, right? And I get it. The tight end position, you look at receptions and touchdowns. Like back then, it was what the Jimmy Grams and oh, yeah. the Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, like, trying to be yeah, dynamic in the be tight dynamic end game. and all that stuff. And I get that, right? But like. If you look at what Mercedes Lewis was able to accomplish, Pro Bowler one year, and obviously was a big cog in helping Maurice Jones-Drew win that rushing title that one year back in 2011, like the, the, the guy did his fair share. And once again, in terms of leadership, probably nobody better. So I agree with you. I'm not sure why they got rid of him when they did. Yeah. Um, interesting uh, maneuvers. All right. Hey, the World Series tonight, Game 3, Rays-Dodgers. I'll tell you this, the ratings here in, in Jacksonville have been pretty good. I, I, I say pretty good. I don't know what they're relative to, but they've been a little higher than I thought they might be. Um, and so I think people are actually more intrigued than, than maybe I even thought they, they would be. And now we've got a series. Mm-hmm. Three, four, five, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, we'll come in on Monday and we'll have a really good idea. One, actually, we could have a World Series champ. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have a really good idea where this series is headed. Uh, you into it tonight? Oh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm all, I mean, to be fair. WWE. Or oh, that. Badgers. 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 You got a three TV night. I got a three TV night. Family better uh, keep quiet and let me watch. Um, but no, I'm definitely into it because this is a huge game and we got two quality pitchers now, right? So, I mean, uh, we're accustomed to the high scoring game so far. Um, this one could be a little more on the lower side of things, but no, I'm excited. I mean, this is, this is the World Series. This is the championship. This is the, this is the head honcho thing, if you will. So I, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, Bueller goes against Charlie Morton. So Morton, who really pitched so well in game seven and got him, uh, gave him a chance to win that game. Uh, the last series against Houston. Now he goes. Uh, so a lot of confidence in Charlie Morton going for the Tampa Bay Rays. Walker Bueller, really the ace of the staff yeah. uh, for the Dodgers, goes here in game three, which well, is interesting because they position both these guys to go in game number seven now, uh, if there is a game seven. Is he in Cy Young consideration? I mean, I don't know anything of his record. Or uh, Bueller, I know, that's who you picked to win the Cy Young. Is that what you're getting at here? No. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm getting at. Uh, Bueller ended up with, let's see, I'll get to his stats uh, for the year. He was, this is going to look so weird, 2020, he was just 1-0. and Huh? He had eight games started and he just was 1-0? and Won one game? Well, he ain't winning the Cy Young. That's odd. Pitched eight games, started eight games, and won one. 1-0. and One decision? That is odd. Did I miss that somewhere? By the way, he had a three point hey. four ERA, which isn't great in terms of dominance. You know, yeah. uh, forty two to eleven well, walks. Uh, to, there goes uh, my Cy Young. Walks. Hey Dodger, no, hey go Rays now. <laughs> I'm I'm all bored with the Rays band. I don't know what's going on in L.A. Did I miss that as like a storyline somewhere <laughs> in the postseason? Like, how does he only get one decision? How are you the ace? I must have missed something there. That's uh that's wild. Yeah. Bueller's quietly a dominant pitcher, though. He's like a really good stuff pitcher, but sure. I don't think anybody talks about him. 
You know, mm-hmm. and he plays for the Dodgers, so it's not well, like he's playing for some. It's like like he's playing for the Rays. Right? And Kershaw yeah. still gets a lot of the attention. Uh, so, but Bueller's a better pitcher. Like I, they'd rather have Bueller on the mound, no. and not just in the postseason. I think they'd rather have Bueller on the mound. No, yeah, absolutely. Given one game scenario, and mm-hmm. so uh, this would be a pivotal game. It's not the game; it's a pivotal game, but it certainly sets a tone for the weekend uh, in the World Series. Uh, I hope we get a good one. I, I think the Rays, man, they are gutsy. And that was such a good win for them. The problem is they looked like they were in such control of that game. It's 5 nothing the other night. And I'm watching. I'm like, I don't think they're going to lose this game. But no. every time the Dodgers get a runner on, I feel like this game's about to get a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Like a, a one, they are so dangerous. I know. So Top dangerous in the lineup. And you know how I feel about the Dodgers. They do small things, too, that win games. It's not just the home run ball that wins you games uh, in oh. the postseason. Yeah. But they'll do that. And then they'll come back at you with bing, 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 three hits, a walk here or there, steal a base with Mookie Betts. And now speed. what we talked about, you know, you beat that home on the fielder's choice uh, with the infield in. They do that kind of stuff. And I consistently say this. That's why the Yankees haven't won big. They don't do that. They will hammer you, and they'll hit 600-foot home runs. Mm-hmm. But they don't know how to do that. They have they don't have enough starting pitching usually. They don't play good enough defense, and they don't do enough of those little things situationally, whether it's steal a base here or there, you know, beat out a play to the plate, or just get a single when you need a single. Or They grind out at bats with the best of them. But I just think that's the missing part. And I think the good teams, Houston, the Dodgers, and I'll go even back to the Red Sox when they won their last World Series with Mookie Betts and company, they did the exact same thing. They've been built very similar. Well, and listen, at the end of the day, I mean, the Dodgers can beat you a lot more ways than the Rays can. They can manufacture runs. They got the home run ball. The Dodgers are definitely the favorites there. But the ultimate equalizer right now is pitching. But once again, we got Walker Buehler going. You have to like your odds there, too, as well. Yeah, and uh, I still think bullpen-wise, I take the Rays bullpen. And so if they get there, now it's it's still unproven and it's not all these names, but they've been very, very good. And now they've got enough experience in close games where I don't think the moment's too big for them anymore. And I was concerned about the Rays uh, early on in the postseason with the moment being a little bit too big. So we'll be locked in. That one's on Fox 30 tonight. You can also listen to the game right here on ESPN 690. And again, we'll have the Blitz scoreboard show coming up at 9 o'clock, but it will just be on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, not on the radio side. So check it out. We'll bring you live action. Fernandina Beach Hilliard will bring you some action from some of the other games in the area that we have for you. I'll be over at UC and Bowles. I'm also going to the Atlantic Coast game tonight. Uh, so we will bring you that from 9 to 10 p.m. We'll also announce our Athlete of the Week brought to you by Honda the Avenues. And we will reveal our Blitz QB high five for this week. That is uh, coming up tonight, 9 o'clock, on the Blitz Scoreboard Show. One other little tease here. Uh, we will wrap up our Athlete of the Week poll at 6 o'clock. So uh, get your final votes in. That's ESPN690.com. Let's put a bow on the show, bow on the week, and what you got coming up this weekend, including Give Me One Thing, heading into the weekend. What you got next on ESPN 690. Try to run faster than I was running and, and uh, got caught up. So uh, we finished the drive, scored a touchdown. So that was a relief uh, to me for sure. That is Daniel Jones. <laughs> Even his teammates were laughing at him. Oh, you got to have fun with that. Yeah. And well, again, hey, they scored. So I'm going to say, for his sake, thank God they scored. Still don't know about Daniel Jones, though, do we? About what? Like, if you're the Giants, I mean, you don't. I mean, are you are you almost hoping you get another crack at a, a big quarterback? Or you got to stick it out. 
I mean, Joe Judge in his first year. It's not what like he's you, going anywhere. It's not like he's going to reset things, you no, know? No. Well, let me ask you this, Brent. What do your eyes tell you? Yeah, it doesn't look good enough. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good enough to me. It's interesting because last year he had some really strong games, like four touchdown, no interception kind of games. Also had Saquon. And he had Saquon. Well, so this year he doesn't have that. Yeah. You know, so I understand like you'd want him to do more, but he also doesn't have that. I mean, that's a huge piece of it. Uh, so are they asking him to do too much? Uh, you know, yesterday would have been a good-looking game and a win for him if Ingram catches the ball, so his guys aren't helping him out enough. Well, Slayton or yeah. Shepard's been hurt. Yeah. Slayton's probably outperformed who he is. Mm-hmm. Tate's – I still think Tate's so overrated. Mm-hmm. I really do. I mean, I don't think he's done enough to, to – Jalen Ramsey like, got to you, but okay. Eh, I just don't. I mean, yeah, has Jaylen he though, Ram- no, Have no, I missed I him? I mean, he's not – he's okay. He's yeah, a guy. He's, like, he's always to me. He's always been like that gadget. Well, now Evan Ingram's the gadget guy. Yeah, Ingram, but, um, Ingram's but, good. But, but but Tate was always that gadget guy before Ingram. I feel like. So anyway, I don't know if I know. I mean, I guess the eye test would be, I'd say, not likely. But yeah. I don't know if I know enough two years into or twenty something games into his career mm-hmm. to say, no, we need to go get another one. Well, and I think you invested too much to cut him loose right now. And I'll be honest, Jason Garrett did him because he's the he's the offensive coordinator, right? Jason Garrett. Yes. Couple, yeah. Did him zero favors last night. Like uh, Devontae Freeman, first uh, carry of the game has like a nine yard um, rush, and then all of a sudden they just go away from the run. And then the next time you saw like Devontae Freeman was the second half, and then he got hurt. So it's just like, I mean, if, if you're Jason Garrett, you gotta throw a little balance out there. I get it. You don't have Saquon Barkley, but you gotta keep a defense honest. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, all right, give me one thing going into the weekend. There's a bunch of things. There's the World Series. We got yeah. the Big Ten firing up. There's uh, another college uh, football Saturday. There's a uh, NFL Sunday with the Jaguars going to L.A. Uh, probably won't touch that one with the give me one thing. What you well, got? Brent, you know where I'm going, man. We celebrated this yesterday a lot. I'm I'm celebrating UFC 254. Khabib taking on Justin Gagey. Uh, the Eagle taking on I don't even know what Justin Gagey. Oh, I think he's he's the, he's the highlight reel is his nickname. But um, this is a fight for hardcore fans. It's a fight for the casual MMA fan. It's got it all. And I cannot stress this enough. Let me take a sip of water quick. <laughs> it's a good sip. <sighs> Check. Your local listings, because the main card starts at 2 p.m. tomorrow, and that's Eastern time, everybody. So check those local listings. Well, uh, a little more on this fight, man, and you oh, did yeah, a lot I of interviews. Oh, yeah, I don't know how much time we had. Yeah, but, okay. but who wins? Oh, you put me on the spot, aren't you? So everyone's taking Khabib right now. Khabib is, is the heavy favorite. Um, I love the story of Khabib. I mean, this is the guy that was that grew up wrestling bears, not even exaggerating. Google Khabib wrestling bears, and you'll see the, the video there. Um, you know, we talked about it yesterday with Chael Sonnen a little bit. Guy lost his father, and who was the biggest influence in his life, not only obviously as a son, but also as a mixed martial artist. His dad taught him everything that he knows about the sport of MMA and wrestling. So his dad's not going to be in his corner. Hey, he had uh, COVID-19 complications, unfortunately passed away like three or four months ago so that's going to be very heavy on his mind right now um i'm taking justin gagey i'm taking justin gagey because he's crazy enough to win like anybody else going against khabib who's 28 no would be so worried about his wrestling right because khabib takes you to deep waters he takes you to deep waters and then he drowns you and either you get punched in the face over and over and over again or you get choked out one of two things happen but justin gagey like we saw and we had him on the show actually talking with about tony ferguson justin gagey shows that he's not afraid of anybody and i think that he has the he has the wrestling pedigree to 
kind of counteract Khabib's wrestling a little bit. And obviously, he specializes in violence with his hands and those leg kicks. So I think Justin Gagey smothers Khabib. I think he pressure fights him. And I think Khabib is just too much for him. How about that? That would be something. That would stun. That would stun stun the world. It'd be a giant upset. So yeah, let's put it right down the show, Brett. I got Justin Gagey winning. All right, uh, and, and obviously with the guests yesterday, uh, Helwani and, and Sonnen, they thought this would be a pretty good one. It's gonna be a great one. So yeah, uh, I learned one thing yesterday in those interviews. What'd you learn? Stay off the cage. Stay off the cage. Yeah, yep. Chael was uh, very adamant about yeah. that. Was that Hawani Chael? Said was that both of them H- yeah, both of them said it. I got you. Uh, so, yeah, stay Can off the cage. Can you believe that Ariel Hawani's never seen Fight Club? Have you seen you haven't seen Fight Club either, have you? <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen Fight Club, have you? Uh, no. Kuz, you seen Fight Club? You're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. My man. Always got my back. Uh, Kuz, uh, give you me one seen thing. It, have you? No, I have seen okay, it. <laughs> Kuz, give me one thing quickly on oh. the Driving Dish podcast in the NBA because there's a lot of stuff going on in the NBA with the schedule. Schedule change. So they were trying to push back the delay, or, or they were trying to push back the delay. They were trying to delay the start of the season uh, because they wanted to get fans in, but I guess some of their, uh, you know, experts made them feel like they should just start the season before Christmas anyway. So mm-hmm. it sounds like we are going to have Christmas games this year. I like that. That's that's sooner than I thought they would go to. And and so they, it sounds like there's no All-Star, none of that going on. 71-game season, a two-week break, I think, twice. And I believe one's built in for the Olympics uh, because, you know, basketball is supposed to be going on. So I, I think they're doing that so their stars can still play. I am not overly fired up for anything this weekend. Uh, you don't have any things? Well, I do. I, okay. My, my give me one thing. I mean, the, the give me one thing for me is I'm watching this these next three games of the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Because then I got to make a decision. Okay. Do you try to go to Game Six or Seven? Oh. I, I mean, listen. Like, so it'll be it'll turn into from give me one thing yeah. to like give me couple thousand things like dollars i know i hear you man and at the end of the day listen like i don't know your situation in terms of your work schedule and stuff like that but all i know is you got a chance to go to a world series game like i get mad it's a lot of money but it's also memories you have for a lifetime yeah they only, put a price on those Brent. only way you could do it is if they get to tuesday or wednesday i can't do it all weekend so okay. like that was out yeah but uh and obviously you can go tie right well, yeah, that'd yeah. be the reason. I don't I care you. to go. Okay. No, I thought this was where you told me, since I can't have a bachelor party, you're taking no, me. Taking you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. No, actually, I was going to buy you a drink at that St. Augustine bar that you like. That's <laughs> in the realm of the same thing. <laughs> Live Local Loud's coming up next. And then Game 3 of the World Series on ESPN 690. We'll be back here for the Blitz Scoreboard Show tonight at 9 o'clock on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. By the way, one last thing. Give me one thing. You and I this week, fantasy football. Toe-to-toe. Ah. You yeah, don't talk about it, do you? Man. Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas is uh, out. Austin yeah. Hooper might yeah. be out. Well, that's what you get when you start drafting head cases. You got to do your due diligence, do your research a little bit. Plus, Lamar Jackson's is. on a bye. I got excuses for uh, days. Yeah, you do. We'll see you on I'll TV you tonight. CBS 47 and Fox 30. Have a good one. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.